Hey queens and welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast. I'm your host Janelle Renee. I just want to welcome all my queens. Thank you for joining in, tuning in every week as we go on this journey to redefine our worth as women. Thank you for tuning in faithfully to my faithful listeners. I appreciate you. Thank you to my new listeners. Listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey girl, we welcome you here. This is a community where we are here to encourage, empower, and bolden one another to redefine our worth as women. It is so important for us to really begin to help each other, to love on each other, right? It's so important for us to, to build com- community and relationship that is edifying and that is that is going to help us to grow that is going to encourage us right and so I'm praying that this that this space gives you that even if it's just to get the tools you need to go to your friend circle right it doesn't matter this this all about application is all about helping it's all about tools to use to be better to become to discover our purpose to discover our identity and to overcome these these obstacles and these barriers right that that oftentimes hinder us and prevent us from moving forward or prevent us from becoming these women that we desire to be and I know a lot of times um it is things that we didn't even know was there I know for me Sometimes there are some things that are so deep inside that you have um, forgotten it even exists. Sometimes we compartmentalize, we, we, we stuff things, you know, we try to forget things and put it out of our mind, act like it don't exist. But those are the very things that keep us to be, keep us bleeding, right? So we're constantly going through life, bleeding all over people, all over situations, all over our friendships, our relationships, whatever it is, because those are the wounds that need to be healed. So this podcast is all about healing. Um, and it may look different for everybody, but the, the goal of this podcast is to build and to help restore women and our worth and our value and our virtue, you know, and for us to be confident and love ourselves unconditionally and not look for our identity and out anything outside of us anything outside of us because too many times we are trying to keep up with what the society say how we supposed to look how we supposed to be how we supposed to think how our life supposed to be how our children supposed to be what fashion we supposed to have this that and the third we're constantly looking for things to validate us that are outside of us and the the problem with that is the moment that the the expectation or the moment that that um standard changes according to the society then we lose our sense of self and we lose our sense of identity because we put our our identity in in something that was temporary so it's so important for us to really begin to love ourselves for who we are flaws and all since it don't matter you beautiful you wonderful you fearfully wonderfully made you're amazing you you are the only you nobody can do it like you your scars they they're a part of the the process who that made you be the beautiful woman that you are the woman who is worthy the woman who is capable the woman that is virtuous the woman that is committed the woman that is loving the woman that is hard working the woman that is gentle right the woman that you want to be you already are sis you don't got to look anywhere outside of yourself you are it it's time for us to to begin to really delve deep into that self-love and that self-exploration um, and, and doing that introspection to understand that, yeah, there may be some things about ourselves that are not... Um, that we don't like and that may not be the best or some experiences, some wounds, but those can be healed. You don't have to hold on to that. You can let that go. And so t- today... Um, I just want to talk, you know, it's interesting because this morning I was talking to um, one of my good friends and um, I was telling her how I needed to go do the podcast. You know, it's Friday. I do it every Friday. I try to do it every Friday morning. Um, more cases than not, I do do it in the morning. But I was just telling her that I that was the first thing on my agenda. And she was like, well, what's, what's today's episode going to be about? What's the topic? And I was like, girl, I don't know. Because to to be honest I didn't know because this week I'm gonna be honest with y'all I've been going through a week it's been some things happening this week I didn't have to deal with it has been some stressors that I had it has been some things that I I had unexpectedly come up I didn't have some things disappointments happen this week I didn't have some you know things not go the way I expected this week you know it's just been a lot so 
um, I just didn't know, you know what I mean? Like I've been in trying to just get by, get through day by day. So when she asked me that, I just told her like, normally my process is if I don't already know what the topic is going to be by Friday, I pray and I seek God first before every podcast. I pray over the podcast. I pray over my listeners. I pray over the topic. I pray over my voice. I pray over everything concerning the podcast because this podcast is not about me. It's it's to bless you. It is to add value to your life. It is to help you. It is to to, to give you confirmation, to, help, to sow a seed, to, to, to be an answered prayer, to give clarity, to give understanding, understanding, whatever it is, it's for you. So I pray because I can't, y'all don't want me to show up. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Y'all don't want Janelle Renee to show up because trust me, ain't no telling what y'all gonna get. Y'all gonna probably get something. Y'all gonna be like, oh, this girl, uh-uh. So y'all don't y'all want me to pray before I come to the podcast because otherwise I'm gonna get on here and I might say something ratchet. I may say something rude. I might be for the streets. You just never know, you know what I mean? So y'all want me to pray and get my whole life together before I come before you all so I can come with some sense. And I still may be a little ratchet. I I still may say something that's for the streets. You never know because I'm going to be me. However, it's more important that you see God and not me. I don't want y'all to see me because I'm flawed. I'm a mess. I make mistakes. I don't got it all together. I don't know everything. So I don't need y'all to see me. This podcast ain't about me. It's about how you can have a connection, how you can have an encounter with God or how, even if you're not a Christian, again, this is not a a Christian podcast or for just Christians. However, I'm a Christian. So everything that I say and do is going to have some kind of biblical foundation. But even if you're not a Christian, this is still for you to discover your worth, sis. It's still for you to get better, for you to get healing, for you to get wholeness. It's still for you to become. I'm still rooting for you. I'm still praying for you. I still want you to win. So it doesn't matter. This is all about wholeness here. Um, But again, I have to surrender sometimes my agenda or what my thoughts are or what I want to talk about to make sure that I yield myself to the Holy Spirit so I could talk about what I need to talk about. So yeah, I just went off on a tangent. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm coming back. Let me really back in. Um, but yeah, so talking to her, I was told her I didn't know what the podcast was going to be about. My nine-year-old, as I was in the midst of him doing his work, because I also homeschool my two um, children, my two youngest children. And so as he's doing his, his work and he heard me say, I didn't know what the podcast was going to be about because my, my children know that I um, do a podcast and everything. He was like, oh, I know what the topic is going to be today, mom. I was like, well, what, baby? He said, it's going to be about blessings and buying a house. So my friend who I was on the phone with, she was like, oh, there it is. That's the topic out of the mouth of babes. And I was like, well, you know what? If that's what God want me to talk about today, we're going to talk about it. Um, So let's talk about it. Blessings. What is a blessing? What what is our idea or what do we even where does that word even come from? Now, we know if you're a Christian, that it's something that is definitely in the in the church community It's something we hear, you know, it's something you can read in the Bible, it's something that you're very familiar with that word. But even a person who's not a Christian, even like blessing, that's just a word. And it has a good a good connotation, a good context, because it's something good, right? It's something that is maybe given It's something that may be, you know, received, acquired or whatever um something that you know that is adding value to you something that's like a gift it's like a present it's like something that is really good and favorable right that has happened to you um or for you so you know and that's not the book textbook definition so please don't go looking up the um definition on google or 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 the you know merriman webster dictionary and be like oh no that's not what it said because that's just my own, you know, paraphrase, you know, just kind of put it in my own words. But nevertheless, blessing, right? We we hear that term and I think it comes with a certain context, a, a certain perception, I would say, for most people. Normally, we think of blessing and just automatically assume it has to be something that is positive to us. Let me say that again. Positive to us. But what do you mean, Janelle? So I think more cases than not, especially in the Christian community, we assume that anytime something is God's will, 
or something is a blessing from God, it has to be good to us or it has to be what we want, has to be what we desire. It has to be good to it that that what we think is good to our mind and so anything that is happening to us or for us that does not align with that thought process we assume it's not God but when I read my Bible I see that there are things that maybe a person did not desire to go through or something that may not was favorable or something that may not was what the person would consider to be good to them but it was good for them and it was still a blessing and still from God and you say like okay so 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 what do you mean what are you saying so in the bible if you're familiar with the story um, in Acts of uh, Paul, which is a very um, well-known um, apostle of Jesus Christ, and he wrote, wrote uh, three-fourths or 75% of the New Testament, right? Um, he was this um, man who was just radically, you know, just uh, transformed and, and had an encounter with Jesus on his, on his life was totally disrupted on the way to him to go carry on with his business so he was going to do the thing he had set out to do he was going on about his merry way about to do the thing that he was known to do persecute some christians put some christians in jail maybe even uh, murder some christians he was going to do what it was that he had been doing that his routine his plan his job the thing he had did every day right but one day one day on his road on the road to Damascus he had an encounter with Christ and that encounter when that encounter came it was so strong and so powerful that it blinded him and he and and it caused him to to like fall down to the ground right and so in that he's trying to understand and discover what's happening he doesn't understand why he can't see because he can see he wasn't a blind man before he has vision he has sight Um, But he just now had had this situation and he didn't know what to make of it. And finally, God, Jesus started speaking to him and and asking him, you know, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then he goes on to have this um, encounter with Jesus. You got to go and you got to read it. I think it's in Acts 9. Not sure for sure, but I'm sure it's in Acts um, for yourself to really understand and read the entire story. But he had an encounter with God and it disrupted his life. It's, it disrupted his routine, right? So we could look at that and be like, oh, that was negative or that wasn't positive or that wasn't favorable, right? That can't be a blessing. You know, he was blinded. You know, he, he was stopped in his tracks. You know, his whole life was turned upside down, right? All of these things, we could look at it like that, but it ended up being the, one of the, business, the biggest blessing in his whole entire life. He went on and still was blind, but he, and now Jesus had to reroute him. He was on a journey. He was on a path that he had made for himself. But now when he had this encounter with Jesus, Jesus now rerouted him. And we know about rerouting because how many of us use our GPS and we be on a path, we be going to a destination and all of a sudden there's a detour. And then what, what do we hear our GPS do? Reroute us, right? Oftentimes, God come into our life and he has to disrupt our life and then reroute us because maybe the path that we was on was not the path that he designed for us, right? So when we have those kind of encounters, when you're not having the revelation or the spiritual maturity or the understanding to recognize what's taking place, you can view it as a negative, right? So when we talk about blessing, we have to understand it in its fullness. Blessings come in all shapes and sizes, right? All forms, right? And there are some things that may happen to us that are good for us and we wouldn't call it a blessing. So it's like, I think we really got to sit back and really rethink what this thing blessing is. Yes. Also blessing is when you receive something and it's good. Yes. Blessing is when a door is open and it's the opportunity of a lifetime. Yes. A blessing is you get healed, you know, from that sickness. Yeah. A blessing is you got spared from a thing that could have, could have destroyed you and harmed you. Yes. Those are blessings. Yes. A blessing is when you don't know how you're going to pay your bills and you don't know, you can't do anything and you just know 
know that there's nothing that is going to change your situation and all of a sudden boom somebody come and just give you some money some money just come in the mail you just get some kind of unexpected money yes that can be a blessing as well those can those things are blessings too however there are some things that we experience in life that we don't necessarily call blessings but they're also blessings i think about being in this situation i'm in you know again i've mentioned it before um a couple episodes ago how i had to take one of the biggest leaps of faith that i ever took in my life i had to leave my whole comfort zone left my whole city state family everything that was familiar everything that i know my comfort zone left it and just took a leap of faith and just went across the country took just just uprooted me and my family and you know of course did some praying um i didn't do it all willy-nilly however it didn't make it any less scary that i prayed it didn't make it any less scary that i feel like that i was confirmed i still had that that fear of the unknown right but i did it but I had an expectation in my mind how it should go. And in that expectation, if it goes that way, then it's a blessing, right? But let me just testify right now. It did not go that way. So at first, I was really like feeling like I made a mistake. You know what? I shouldn't have did this because... In my mind, because it didn't go the way that I felt it needed to go in order for it to be a blessing, because for it to be a blessing to me would be like, then I know it's God. Okay. Well, because it didn't go that way, I started having, I started to doubt and I started to really second guess and be like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I stepped outside the timing. Maybe it wasn't God ever telling me to do this. You know, maybe I need to go back. Like I started having all these thoughts and, and things coming to my mind because again, what for me, what my idea of a blessing was, was it needed to be a smooth transition. Doors needed to open immediately. Things need to work out. I needed to just walk into the things that I believe God told me that he had for me. And it was just supposed to be a smooth transition to me to be a blessing. Okay, but it's not that it's not that. And so in my time of really tears, I I had to leave my kids in the house the other day and I had to come out here in my car where I'm at right now. I had to come in my car and just cry. I just cried. I broke down because I felt so I felt so like overwhelmed and I felt so lost and I felt like I made a mistake and I'm thinking about the 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 effect that this decision don't just have on me but have on my children you know and now I don't know what to do and I just and I just was so um feeling like hopeless like things wasn't working now I was not hearing that you know getting the the answers that I wanted I wasn't getting you know things I wasn't I didn't get accepted for the position that I applied for you know I had to get some news that I didn't get approved couldn't get approved for one of the loans that I had applied for applied for 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 us a house and so it was so many things happening but in my mind I feel like Lord but you told me God you said this is my season this is my time Home ownership is in my is in my is 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 in my plans in your plans for me, right? I've been believing and trusting God to purchase my own home for literally at least almost going on five years. And I've done a lot of things in faith to try to move in that. And it never worked out because it wasn't the right time. So now here we are where I felt like this was truly the right time. God's timing. And this is how the my blessing was going to come of home ownership and being in a new territory and being in having a new beginning and being in a new season that things was just going to work out because God said it. Because if he said it, it is so. But how many of us know that just because God said it don't mean it's going to go the way we think is going to go in our mind so I begin to look at my situation like oh this is not a blessing like this is so uncomfortable this is so difficult and challenging Mm. so I'm like this can't be God maybe this is like maybe the enemy was deceiving me 
playing on my emotions, you know, because he know because I deeply desire, right? I desired to move out of out of state and leave, you know, the state I was living in. I desired that. I desire, you know, home ownership. I desire to 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 break that that cycle of poverty, you know, that cycle of um, renting and and being on government assistance for my family. Like I desire these things, right? So so I'm like, well, maybe that wasn't God though, because if it was God, why is it this hard? That part. So I started to view my situation like this can't be God. This can't. This is not a blessing. But God had to. He had to remind me that the way He view as a blessing ain't always how we view as a blessing. Because see, God uses processes. He uses challenges. He uses difficulties. He used that to 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 process us. Right. He puts the pressure on us to squeeze us. Because sometimes we still got something in us that ain't supposed to be there. Or sometimes he want us, he want to see what's going to come. He want us to see what's going to come out. Cause see, he knows already. See me being this, me being in this pressure and being squeezed and being in this uncomfortable, you know, um, situation is like, what's going to come out of me? Is my faith going to come out or is fear going to come out? Is my belief going to come out? Is my unbelief going to come out? See, because God has to make sure that we're really, truly ready, not just to receive the blessing, but to maintain it. So sometimes the opposition and the obstacle is the blessing. Oh, my God. Y'all, listen, this ain't church, but I'm about to li- listen. I got to contain myself because I feel the Holy Spirit really on me. Sometimes it's the opposition my God, hallelujah. It's the opposition and it is the obstacle that is the blessing because it's in that that you're built. It's in that that you're shaped, you're molded. It's in that that you become and you develop perseverance and endurance and resourcefulness and hope and character, right? Faith that you're able to have that, that long suffering, right? It's when you when you're able to truly see the move of God, the hand of God work in the midst of obscurity when all seems lost, when it seemed like it don't work out, it seemed like every door has closed, seemed like you didn't heard no, and 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 you know you're not the one, not this time. We we decided to go with someone else. We're not gonna move forward with you. Oh, you couldn't get approved, denial, whatever the case may be. But it's in that place when you know that there is something that God has told you or when you know there is something that is for you and it's yours. When you know that that thing that 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 you're believing for is yours. But you experience that opposition. What's coming out? If I'm honest, what came out of me wasn't just faith. Let's be honest. I have fear come out. I had doubt come out. I had unbelief come out. So that now is showing me that there are still areas of my life, areas of my my, my character, areas of my faith, areas, you know, that I need to work on that still need to be built up, right? That's the blessing. It's to learn. It's to grow, it's to mature, it's to become better. That's the blessing. The actual, the actual manifestation of the promise or the blessing that I'm believing for, that's a bonus. The blessing is that I'm becoming better than I used to be. The blessing is that I, my faith is becoming stronger, that my relationship with God is becoming deeper. That's the blessing that I'm able to look at things from a more mature place. That's the blessing. Also, on the flip side, it's also causing me to rethink the idea I had in my mind to rethink the plan and the path I was going to take. Because, see, I came with I, 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 not, I came down here with a plan. You know what I'm saying? I came down here with a strategy, but it was probably just Janelle's strategy. And, and so God in this, in this place of opposition, God had to show me that I wasn't open and I was still being very closed minded and rigid, trying to do things my way. I was still trying to be in control 
because I had it set in my mind that things had to look a certain way and go a certain way in order for it to work. When God is unlimited, he has all kind of ways for a situation to work. But because of in my humanness and in my area of weakness, I can I tend to want to control things like I'm just be honest and I feel more comfortable when I can control a thing like the one of the most uncomfortable things for me is to be in a place where I have no control and I got to totally just be vulnerable like I don't like it that ain't what I want to do it's not what I like to do it's not my preference okay but when you're a Christian in particular when you have given your life to Christ, you also gave up your will. You gave up your plans, your desire, your dreams. And you decided to say, I lay it at the altar. I crucify what it is that I thought who I wanted to be or who I was. And I pick up your will and who you said I am. And sometimes we forget that part. And we think that we make our own plans and we just expect God to come alongside and endorse it. But see, the blessing is in when God loves you enough to stop you in your tracks to say, hey, slow down. Wait a minute. I need to reroute you. I need to realign you. I need to show you some areas that you still need to work on before I fully release you into that next, into that opportunity, into that blessing, into that new beginning. Right. Until I elevate you and promote you. I need you to I need you to just tighten up in that area right there. So then when you go, you won't fail. Because a lot of times we think we ready and we don't be. And then we get into a a place of of obstacle and opposition and we experience some challenges. And then we then we begin instead of to look inward at maybe is there something that I'm doing or not doing? We oftentimes look at the circumstances and we say, oh, then this wasn't for me. Or maybe this wasn't God or maybe I made the wrong choice and then you be you you go back. But this is the place where God is trying to prepare you. So when he do release you and give you that thing, you won't squander it. How many times do we see in the media, on the news, these people who hit the million mega lotto. I don't know what it's called because I don't play lotto, but I know it's like the mega millions or something. And these people overnight go from being, you know, a regular person, maybe, you know, a person, middle class person, maybe a person, you know, who is living check to check, whatever it may be, whatever their current circumstance is. They go from that to inheriting to get receiving all of these millions overnight. And then we see maybe two or three years later, maybe five years later, where they're completely broke. They don't got nothing to show for. They, they broke and they, they bite right back where they started. Why? Because their situation changed, but their mindset didn't. And see, God, he does things decent and in order. So what he does first, he changed your mind. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. He transformed your mind. He heals you. He's re- he restores your soul before he changes your circumstance. So once he changes your circumstance, you cool. You can handle it. You can steward it. You're going to prosper. You can manage it. He can trust you with it, right? And so the blessing sometimes is not what we think. Like for me, If I'm honest, I wanted to just boom, move from my old state, go to where I believe God um, was locating us to and buy, get our, buy our house and just, and just move forward from there. Right. That was my expectation. That was my plan and my thought, but it's like, okay, I moved in September, had to come somewhere. I really had no plans of coming. Didn't want to be never really desired to be. And I'm still in this process and the process has been so much more long and so much more um, daunting than I expected. And I've been feeling very discouraged because of it. I've, I've been feeling very discouraged because this just wasn't my plan. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. We're physically uncomfortable. I do thank God for this for the provision, though, because he's providing But in this place, 
I'm also having to shift and I have to pivot and, and to rethink my plan moving forward. And I have to truly be willing to and have had to give up my plan completely. I had to release control because I found that the plan that I had in my mind really wasn't conducive for where God has taken me. And if God would have allowed me to go straight from Ohio where we used to live and go straight to the promised land and get the house and get everything he has for me, I'm going to be honest, I probably would have been over my head, in over my head. I would have been overwhelmed. I probably wouldn't have been able to manage it well, all kinds of things, because there are some things that I'm having that I'm learning, some things that I am starting to um, release, some things that I'm starting to receive right now where I am in this in this uncomfortable place and space that I need in order to go into my promise that I need in order to go to my blessing. So if I was to look at my situation and according to my standard and my mindset, this ain't a blessing. I'm just going to be frank sleeping on the couch every night when I'm used to sleeping in my big comfortable queen size bed. Okay. That ain't a blessing to me. My kids not having their own room and their own beds. That ain't a blessing to me. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Not having my own space. You know, being in someone else's home and not being able to be comfortable like I'm used to. Not to be able to maneuver like I'm used to. Have to be in their environment. Have to deal with their stuff physically, you know. Because it ain't, the person is so not making things difficult for me. Period. They're not. But... You know, I don't have my own things in there. So when I need things, I either got to go to the store and buy it or see if I can go to my storage and locate it because there are just certain things that I need that I don't have readily available that I'm used to having when I have my own house and I have my own space and I knew where everything was. So it's like I'm just in this whole space and place that is so unfamiliar. It's so uncomfortable. I could be like, this is not a blessing. But I had to get outside of myself. I had to humble myself and get out of myself and see things how God see it. God is preparing me. He's processing me. He's working it out. He's in the background. Even though I don't see it, even though I don't feel it, he's working it out for my good. He's working out the right opportunities. He's working out the 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 the, the right place. He's working out the right home, right? He's working it all out for me, but I still got to work on me. And one of the main things was I had to release my expectation. Because sometimes it's our own expectations and it's our own desires and plans that we, you know, that we make for ourselves that hinder us. It hinders us from moving forward or hinders us from having God's best or what it is he really wants for us because we don't give him room. Why do we think it's only one way God can bless us? Why do we think it's only one way God can bring us a thing or into a thing? Why do we think it's one way? It's not. So for me, I had to really sit down and reevaluate my whole self as well as my, 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 my decisions and as well as my plan. And I had to really think and say, is this my plan or is this God's plan? And when I really thought about it, I'm like, mm, this really is just my plan so now I can look at my situation and say wow this is a blessing it's uncomfortable yes do I like it not necessarily but that doesn't make it any less a blessing because I know that I'm I'm moving forward and closer and closer into walking into the blessing that I believe God has for me. That thing that I've been desiring, dreaming about, you know, visualizing, fantasizing about for years. That life, you know what I mean? Those things is not necessarily about material things because the things that I needed most from God was I needed to be set free from the strongholds, the bondage, the, the cycles and patterns, the toxic cycles and patterns that had continue to overtake so many of my family and in my community I needed to be healed from all of the childhood trauma all of the damage that happened to me through my life I needed to I needed to be you know restored I needed to be made whole I have been broken for so long so it ain't about material things for me because I I need God to heal me because if he don't heal me 
if God does not um, help deliver me, I'm not going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the blessing and mess it up anyway. Period. I'm gonna destroy that whole thing. I'm gonna make a bunch of not wise decisions. I'm gonna do a lot of unwise things. I'm gonna be full of myself, full of pride full of ego want to make my own way comparing it and, and judging you know myself or, or comparing myself to other people being critical trying to keep up with the joneses wanting to be on social media taking all these pictures so people can see my life and see what i look like and all of these things that do not matter that's what i would be doing trying to paint a picture that i'm somebody that i'm not that's what i would be doing if god wasn't taking his time to refine me If he wasn't taking his time to rebuild me, if he wasn't taking his time after he had to tear down the entire foundation and teaching and mindset that I had that was wrong and now strategically rebuilding me, I was going to go into the promise and mess it up anyway. I was going to be a mess, y'all. I would have been one of them people that y'all would see on social media. Oh, she doing too much. Y'all talking about me. Like, why she always got to be on social media showing all her stuff, bragging. You know what I'm saying? Showing her lifestyle, showing her this, her that. You know what I'm saying? Like, doing all this. She doing the most. She doing the most. That, that would have been me. Because I would have felt like I had something to prove. Or I would have felt like I needed someone's approval. So trust me, sis. The process is a blessing if you let it right if you let it so we have to sometimes we just have to release sometimes we in our own way you're not seeing it sis because you in your way you ain't seeing this because you're not open because you think it got to be this way you're not open to pivot you're not open you know to be flexible You may be rejecting the blessing. Hello? Maybe the blessing God sent for you ain't in the package you thought. Maybe the man you've been praying for, believing for your husband right there in your face. But because he ain't packaged the way you thought, you rejecting him, sis. Maybe that. Maybe the opportunity, maybe that job, maybe that opportunity that you've been waiting for, maybe you rejecting it because it's not coming through the place where you currently at and you want to leave. Because you don't want to be there because you feel like your time is up because you can't stand your supervisor or whatever who keep riding your back and and, and mistreating you. You don't want to stand. So you want to go and find a new job feeling like they're going to treat you better. But maybe your blessing is there. Maybe you ain't got you. Maybe that thing ain't happened for you yet. Maybe you ain't started that business yet. Maybe you ain't, you know, started that organization yet. Maybe you, you know, ain't whatever that thing is because you too afraid to move outside of your comfort zone. You don't want to leave your family. You don't want to leave your mama and them. You don't want to step out. You don't want to spread your wings. You just want to stay in this little box and you expect somebody to come or you expect God to just come and just do make make do with what you're working with when he's asking you to, to, to spread out. He said in the word, it says spread out, stretch your borders, stretch out to the right and to the left and drive your pegs in deep. That means make room for God. But how many of us are making room? How many, how many of us are sticking to our rigid, you know, just ways of thinking and doing? And we, and we wondering why we ain't seeing no, no, no miracle. We ain't seeing no power of God. We ain't seeing no movement. We ain't seeing no, no, no change, right? Because you, you, you just want to be stuck in the same place. You don't want to be willing to step out on faith and do something different. Sometimes the blessing is being uncomfortable. Because in being uncomfortable, that's when you figure out how to be resourceful. That's that's when you feel like how to how, how you got to really, you know, really get deeper in prayer, deeper in worship, deeper in praise. When you got to really apply the word of God. That's when you got to really stand strong and stand faithful. That's when you really got to, you know, be committed. You know, that's when you really got to stand when you uncomfortable. Sometimes being uncomfortable is the blessing. And so I just want to challenge us today, in order for us to redefine our worth, we got to redefine the way we think. 
And that don't always come natural and nor is it easy. I'm not here to minimize it because it's a process. I, I'm a high, high, high advocate. Get help. Get therapy. Go to counseling. Go to pastoral counseling. Talk to somebody. Get some wisdom. Get an accountability partner. Make sure you are in the in this in in the circle that has wise counsel. Right? You know, change your if you got to change your environment. If you got to let go of some relationships, some places, some things, whatever it is, journaling, that's one of my top favorite things to do. I love to journal and I love to have that intimate time with myself, but also with God to express myself, to filter through things, to see things on paper, you know, all kind of things. I use journaling. It's, it's so therapeutic for me. Um, and if you don't journal, I would highly um, encourage you to try it, you know, and because that's just something you get to do and you get to do it according to how you want to it's no formula and how to journal it's no certain way you do it however if it suits you and fits you but we got to be willing and open and able to get our healing and do what is necessary to remove some of these toxic ways and behaviors these limiting mindsets right and beliefs and stuff that and thought patterns that we have we have to be willing to do the work and we have to willing to just constantly practice that thing. Because again, when you used to doing something one way so long, it's a process to unlearn that thing and learn a new thing. And so don't beat yourself up. Don't be too hard on yourself if you don't get it right on um, the first time or if you if it's if it's a growing process, because that's what it's supposed to be. But just don't stop. But we can't get caught up in how everything looks to us or how everything feels to us. Because the very thing that may be being that thorn in our side may be the very thing God will use to be a blessing. Because God is able. He can do all things. It don't matter. What, what was meant for evil, God will use it for the good. He said all things work together for the good of those that uh, love God and are called according to his, pur- his purposes. So we got to really ask ourselves, do we believe what we read? If we're reading the word, do we believe that? Or is this something we just do just to check off a box and say, okay, I, I read my scriptures for today. And so it's like, when we talk about blessings, we got to understanding what really is a blessing. How do, how do we, how do we manage a blessing? How do we receive a blessing? How do we view and perceive a blessing right you know because it's like blessings look different for everybody what's a blessing to me may not be a blessing for you but i want us to know that wherever you are in your life you're blessed you're blessed because you're alive you're blessed because you have air and breath in your lungs you have a sound mind you know you are here And as long as you're here, that's the blessing. Because that means there is still something God has for you. That's still something that he wants to do for you. It's not over. It's not over till it's over. The fact that you're even listening to this podcast, you're blessed. Why? Because you're in a position where you can actually receive a seed and that seed can get planted and then you can water that thing and it can grow and you can see a harvest, a manifestation of, of, of a healing, of wholeness, of becoming, of discovering your worth and all of these different things. You're blessed. Everything don't have to be going right for you to be blessed. You don't have to have it all together for you to be blessed. You don't have to have a lot of money for you to be blessed. You don't have to have a house. You don't have to have a car. All of those things are material. They come and go. But if you if you have yourself, and first and foremost, if you have Christ, if you have Jesus, you're blessed. And if you don't have Jesus, he's waiting for with open arms to welcome you. You can always come to him. Does not matter what your background is, your culture, where you came from, what you did yesterday, last night, two minutes ago. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what lifestyle you used to live. It doesn't matter what you used to do. He doesn't hold it against you. The Bible says if you repent, when you repent and you're genuine in your heart, he is just to forgive and he he remembers it no more. It's as far as the east is from the west. He gives you a new slate. The hard part is you giving you a new slate. But he's here for you too. And even if you don't know Christ, you're still blessed because you can know him. You still have the time and the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. So there's a blessing in every situation. 
we have to open our eyes to see it and not focus so much on our circumstance and it's not easy all the time trust me I struggle with it too I just told y'all I get discouraged like I literally be having meltdowns I be ready to give up and throw in the towel all the time y'all just don't know Many times I done broke up with God. Many times I said I ain't want to do this no more. Many times I ain't want to be a Christian no more. Many times I didn't want to continue to move in, forward in the process because it was so hard. Many times. But I maintained. And I was able to continue to take one more step. Sometimes that's all it's about. Take that, that, that one next step. You don't have to have it all figured out. Just take that next step. Just take that next step. And that's one step closer to where you're supposed to be. So I just thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, um, where we just was talking about blessings and um, how and buying houses. You know, again, I'm in that process. Um, that may be something that you can relate to. Maybe you are in the process. Maybe you're thinking about it. Maybe you've done it recently. I know a lot of people who've done it recently this year. I have a sister. I have a friend who done it just this year. I have a lot of friends and people I know that have done it in the last recent years, purchased homes. And so that is something that... Um, that is really happening right now home ownership is something that is very important is some it's important for um just generational wealth you know for inheritance for assets for break you know for breaking these um cycles of poverty and lack in our bloodlines and in our families and stuff so important but you just got to know your time god is not holding anything from you he just does everything in decency and in order and in his timing but buying a house is a beautiful thing the process can be a process. You know, some people, it may work. I know people who say, boom, they got their pre-approval in less than 24 hours. They found the house. Boom, they closed on it. Boom, they got the house. You know, I hear all these stories. I hear stories of people saying they closed in three days. I hear stories of people say, you know, God told them that they was going to be homeowners to buy a house. They they, they got pre-approved. Everything was supernatural. They got their house and it was just amazing. You know, I hear all these different types of testimonies. Don't get caught up in that. Your process is your process. Because see, that was my problem. I was just a little upset. I was just a little mad, to be honest, because I feel like my process wasn't going like everybody else's I know. My process wasn't as, it's not moving as quick. My process isn't as seamless. My process, you know, just is not looking like the people who I know who have testimonies personally that I know and even that I've heard um, through, you know, different means. And so I was salty. And, I, and I'm like, well, why my situation like this? You know what I'm saying? Again, it started creating doubt and things. I was giving the enemy room to sow seeds of doubt, you know, and unbelief into my into my mind. Um, because I just was, I was stuck on that my situation had to look a certain way. Even the, even the type of loan, you know, that's for me. Because it ain't no one size fit all loan. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's situation is different. And the moment you begin to release your expectation or trying to use somebody else's experience as a blueprint for yours the moment you will be more content and you will be able to endure and have more peace in your personal process so wherever you are in the process again if you're just thinking about it start researching you know research it research the process you know research the different type of loans research the requirements research the benefits Research the pros and cons. Research the time frame. Research, you know, um, realtors. Research areas. Do start. Put one foot forward, right? If you in the process and you're waiting for the approval, if you're if you're under contract and you're waiting for things to go through, you know, to be finalized. If you're, you know, just you know, um, given an offer and you're waiting for your offer to be accepted, keep the faith, stand firm, and know. That if it's for you, it's going to work out. If it's not for you, keep it moving because something's better then. There's something better around the corner. But endure your process. Be present in your process. Because your process, you will be able to have a testimony. And somebody who may go through a similar process to yours will be able to be encouraged. They'll be able to be empowered to continue to stand firm and as they're going through. So we can't get caught up. And I'm speaking to myself just because it happened super quick for somebody else, just because things went seamless for somebody else, just because, you know, somebody else's offer got accepted the first time, just because whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. 
what is your process? What is your needs? What is what what is God trying to do in your life? That's all you need to be concerned about. And then you will be able to enjoy it. Even in the midst of it not going the way you had thought it would go. You will be able to still enjoy it. So that is just my word as far as um, buying a house is concerned. And again, that word was really for me because I needed to hear that. Um, because again, I've been very discouraged lately um, with my process. I've been um, really just um, kind of like anxious about it. You know, because I just don't know how it's going to, you know, end up what's going to happen. It's like, you know, kind of just, you know, just waiting and, you know, just kind of hoping for the best. But don't know if you just need to prepare yourself for the worst. And, you know, I've been wavering and battling, you know, and it's been it's been crazy. So I'm being real. I'm being honest. And so I'm saying stay encouraged. And don't be like me. Don't. Don't put unnecessary stress on yourself trying to compare your situation to the next person's because that's what really tripped me up. I haven't been able to be available or to be present in my own process and navigate my own process because I was too caught up in the fact that mine didn't look like somebody else's. So again, um, you know, wherever you are in the home um, ownership, the home buying process, I just say be encouraged. You know, I just say, you know, um, Keep the faith, keep believing, keep trusting, keep moving forward. You know, if it's for you, it's going to happen and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be beautiful and it's going to be all worth it in the end. So don't give up. So I appreciate you guys tuning in with me this week. And I just um, hope that you receive something from this podcast. And I just talk to you guys later. Thank God that he met me in this place, y'all, because I really ain't know what I was going to talk about today. So um, I hope it wasn't all over the place. I hope you guys could understand, you know, and it made sense. And again, that it added value to your life because that's the whole goal is everything that I say, everything that I do is I wanted to add value to you. And because I, I appreciate you and I value your time. I value your support. I value, you know, your commitment, your willingness to just continue to listen, to come along on this journey as we redefine our worth as women. So I just want to thank you all again for tuning in to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast with your girl, Janelle Renee. Um, as always, you can like, share. Um, you can con- connect with me on Instagram at Janelle Renee underscore one. Or you can email me at purityafterpromiscuity at gmail.com. And until we meet again, just know your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.